What's going on, Embrace Ministry? J. Mike. Hey, another day. Another day of focused. Another day in the win category. <clears throat> so I'm coming to you uh, tonight, uh, at the end of the night. Um, you know, it was a good day. It was a good day. Unfortunately, I had to miss um, coaching call today because of a uh, previous engagement work meeting. Um, but with the uh, magic and the wonder of technology that was able to be recorded and Brock was able to uh, post it. So um, it, was a, it was a good call. Um, it was, uh, what, what we dealt with today was time under tension. And so, um, you know, Brock did a really good job of associating it um, with actually the opposite, right, of what, what we're, of how it's going to be applied to, to, um, addiction, but, uh, same, same mentality, right? So in, in the gym, time under tension means the amount of time that that muscle is under strain or is under load, um, is inflection, right? And so the, the more time you have under tension, um, the more that muscle will break down and the more effectively and efficiently it'll break down and the, the more it'll, um, Build and so it's a it's key used now in the uh, fitness world to to measure how the effectiveness of a workout and that's to to measure the time under tension. So each each muscle group um, will measure the the time under tension. And so, um, but conversely, um, in addiction, time under tension is something that we want to eliminate or re- reduce. So. Um, the more time that I am under that stress tension or the trigger tension, uh, the more time that 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 has the ability to um, to go to the next level in the cycle, right? So uh, the, the the more trigger, the more time that a trigger is allowed to marinate, um, the the better the chance that that trigger becomes a thought. And again, the more more time that that thought. Uh, is able to sit there and 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 build and and uh, and left unchecked, uh, it, it turns into a craving. And so the more time that that craving is is uh, is is there, you know that's the 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 percentage that it goes into an action are way high. And so the thought process is, is how do we identify these? And I think all of these tools that we've been given uh, kind of comes down to, to this. And that's um, the awareness during our day to eliminate triggers and to reduce the time under tension in our life. And so, um, so all these tools can be used. Um, from one aspect or another to reduce that time under tension, right? So um, in 10,000 foot view, you've got the, uh, the red, yellow, green, right? Um, that's the, the kind of the 10,000 foot view of how the day is going. And so uh, if that day is able to slip into the yellow, right, then it's time to deploy your, you know, my three, two, one or my tapping. Oh, sorry about that. That's straight up live, live podcast yawn right there. 
So if I was more technologically uh, capable, I would edit that out. But you're going to hear it. <laughs> you're going to hear it as it comes. Um, and so, uh, you know, the, it's, it's just these tools and, and how they um, how they come together um, to in, in all, right, to, how, to reduce the time under tension. And so all these tools that I'm learning, um, you know, the, the planning out your day like hour by hour, half hour by hour, um, you know, that, that awareness, that, that awareness of where the triggers come from, awareness of where the thought of, uh, that they turn into thoughts that they turn in. So that cycle of, um, addiction. And then, you know, the, the four, the, the four categories, right. Of, uh, recovery, right. So, um, you've got home health, um, uh, purpose and these are out of order. Home health, um, purpose, and boy, there's another one. So there's four of them: home, health, purpose, and community. And so, 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 where is that time under tension coming from? Where is that stress coming from in those building blocks of recovery? Because each one of those areas have to be in it should need to be in a green mode, right? So that's, you know, in, in the world of um, continuous improvement and um, a lean, right? In a, in a production model, there's, there's, um, there's visual keys, visual cues. And so, uh, and, and those cues are always red, green, yellow. And, you know, when, when a system is running at its fullest uh, capacity and its fullest efficiency, it's in the green. Uh, when, when capacity and efficiency begin to waver and begin to strain and begin to decrease, then that switches into yellow. And when there's a critical failure, that switches into red. And so that, that same thing is really applied um, in this. And so that 10,000-foot view of how your day is going – um, if there is stress, if th- if something does fall into the yellow, where is that coming from, right? Situational awareness. What area of recovery is that coming from? Is that coming from your home health, your um, your community, uh, or your your passion or your purpose? And so, um, you know, that's what those keys are for. And so, you know, and then again, that moves on, right? And to, to the cycle of addiction. And, and now we're getting more of a deep dive view. So, so if I were to put this in a more, uh, so for me to understand, right, I have to break it down into really simple terms. And so, so my, my, my high level, my, uh, macro, if you will, uh, tools are the, uh, Red, yellow, green, and the um, the the um, dimensions of recovery, because those are bigger areas and can give a, a quicker, bigger area to, to see. Okay, is there is there a smaller problem? Do I have to start diving in? And then when when I start to dive in, that's when we put these micro tools. Uh, to use right the tapping the three two one centering um, being able to identify the cycle of addiction and say okay where where is you know what what are my triggers what are the thoughts that usually come the awareness of those and and how quickly um, do I eliminate those 
Um, and then, you know, that even goes deeper into, uh, you know, my, my tactical day um, planning. And so uh, because my day is planned out tactically, then I also have those, um, I also have that training uh, and those deploy deployable actions to be able to take on what comes and so obviously you know we talked about that yesterday and that's the tactical day right and and when something comes up when something flips into yellow right how are we going to handle that well if it if it doesn't um you know that's you know when the triggers are hot and heavy that's what uh you know you go into your tapping or your centering but but if i start to plan out um if i know i'm going to go somewhere then I will deploy the, um, you know, um, distance, right? The, the, the five areas we talked about yesterday. So create distance, create that space between you and whatever the, the trigger or the stimulus is. Uh, dominate the space, right? Um, there's a really good quote that Garrett posted yesterday. And it was, uh, you are the only variable in your in your success. And that's true because I'm the only thing that I can control. And so if I dominate the space that allows me to more control that the other one is, um, that, uh, and I'm not going to get all five of these cause I don't have my notes in front of me. I'm just kind of, um, shooting from the hip on this one. But, but for me, it's really important to be able to, to identify a system for me to deploy all these tools Right, and I think the very last one um, is the backup plan of that um, five, you know, of the five tactical uh, areas. And so, you know, the backup plan is a big one. Um, you know, one of the things that I'm thinking about the backup plan, if I want to go off on a little tangent here, is um, and and I think it because for me, see, being an emotional eater um, and being an emotional overeater. You really, I really can be um, attacked from anywhere. I mean, I can be attacked because I'm down. I can be attacked because I'm happy. Um, I can be attacked because of the situation, um, because of my thoughts. And so I really have to have a hyper sense of awareness about where these attacks are coming from and get to the bottom, the root um, of, of what's really going on. Because there's, there's another piece of this, Right. The, the very simplified piece of this is I could just literally be hungry and my body could be telling me that I need food. And, and why I bring this up is, uh, you know, take tonight, for example. Um, I, I, I kept a really good eye on what I ate today and I would estimate that my calories were between 2,000 and 2,500. Uh, I tried to be around 800 calories for each meal, but I don't think, um, I don't think I was close to that. Um, I was supposed to have three tacos at dinner. I only had two. Um, my breakfast was leftovers from last night. And so although I can't get a, a precise, um, calorie count, I, I know ballpark figures, right? So I was probably around five to 600 calories per meal. And if you kind of look at that, obviously three meals, that puts me 2,000 to 20, I mean, 2,400 maybe. Um, again, that 2,000 to 2,500. And so where I'm supposed to be is that 3,000 mark. And so 
Um, there's, there's no, you know, no wonder why I'm hungry. Um, but I'm going to choose not to eat tonight. Um, I'm going to choose to just fight through and, and actually create that time under tension, uh, partially in my case, because I want to train my body to know that just because I'm hungry, I don't have to eat. Um, and so this is kind of, uh, um, a, uh, you know, putting yourself in the line of fire kind of thing, because I know that after I'm done recording this, I'm going to go to sleep. I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed and I'm going to wake up and I'm probably not going to be very hungry. That's the goal. And so, um, I want to, I want to be able to, in a controlled environment, I'm home. Um, there is really nothing to easily eat. Um, and so I've, I've been able to control my surroundings. I've been able to control what there is to consume. Um, and I'm, I'm also choosing to control my mind. And so, um, so I'm actually creating that time under tension right now. And so, because I want that confidence to know that I don't have to eat. And then if I don't eat, I will be okay. I don't need to get in a feeding frenzy. I don't need to start freaking out. I don't need to start having anxiety. Um, that it is going to be okay. And that uh, I can get through when I'm hungry. And so uh, that it, it's an intentional act today. And so we'll, we'll see what Brock has to say about it. Um, but I did want to talk about a little bit as a backup plan. And, and, I, and I brought it up because in my mind... Um, Let's say that I was counting calories and I was pretty precise. And let's say my day, my, you know, that on a day that I work out, I'm allotted 30,000 calories. And I was say at 23 to 2,400. That's quite a, that's an entire meal short of that daily caloric intake that um, my trainers and coaches have set for me. And I'm probably going to get hungry. So kind of what I'm thinking and processing is, and, and it goes directly to that, have a backup plan, right? If it all goes to heck, have a backup plan. And so um, what I'm processing and what I'm thinking through is if that means to have a suitable, um, if, if all, you know, if I feel like I can't, I can't do it, I have to eat, I am truly hungry, I am truly down on my calories, um, you know, have something that's pre-thought out, pre-planned. And again, we talk about, right, pre-planning this stuff. Plan your day, plan. So if I have a pre-planned meal, so maybe it's um, egg whites and ground turkey in a um, carb-free tortilla, you know, and it's, um, you know, maybe a, a half a cup of egg whites, two whole eggs, and a and a tortilla that's probably about 400 calories um and so that's a good you know i still wouldn't be at my daily caloric intake but i would have enough in my stomach to where everything would be good i would be satiated and uh you know it would be it would be choosing the correct response to a hunger stimulus is to choose a healthy food when I believe, and you know, when my calculations say that I'm, you know, that I can actually have that, and it's not in abundance, it's not an overeating um, type of thing, and it's and it's controlled, it's planned out. 
so it's a tactical maneuver and so that's i i'm i'm pretty sure that that's um you know something that i need to uh develop and have in my toolbox is that you know okay if if i if everything is just falling apart and i and i need something um and i'm not making it and you know whatever um but i would have to say that that my caloric needs for the day haven't been met and there's that room because if if my caloric needs for the day have been met then there's no reason to eat other than the emotional stimulus and so in that area then i think that i do need to abstain and um and and fast and and not eat because um, my, you know, my caloric needs have been met. And so obviously that trigger is coming from somewhere outside of the health, um, dimension, right? And so, um, if I'm light on calories and my body's hungry, then that's coming from the health dimension. And that's something that, uh, can be tactically planned and, and deployed. And so, um, I, I think it's, I think that's a, a good way to look at it. I also think that having that deployable plan will probably make me less likely to use it because that's kind of a last resort. It's it's a uh, here's the guidelines, here's the boundaries, and uh, I really don't feel like I need it, like especially right now. So, um, like I said, after this recording, I'm gonna I'm gonna pack her up and go to bed, and, uh, and you know, and 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 win the day, and uh, and continue to to have these wins and be focused. Um, and, uh, you know, this, this training from Brock, from Chase to Vase Challenge has been incredibly helpful. Um, and I would say it, it, you know, incredibly impactful to anybody who's struggling with any kind of, of addiction, but specifically obesity and food addiction, because I think it's way overlooked. You know, it's just, it's just so overlooked in this world. Um, because nobody wants to call a fat person an addict, but that's exactly, in my opinion, that's exactly what I was. And, and it's hard for me to believe that anybody who is twenty, thirty pounds or more overweight isn't a food addict. Because um, in order to get that out of shape and that overweight, there has to be um, a, a change in behavior, a consistent change in behavior. Um, in in falling to that addiction process and the falling to food and overeating and um so yeah that's that's what i believe and uh you know but as of right now man i'm doing good i am it was a good day um i'm actually uh helping my son cut a little bit of weight uh because he's got a wrestling tournament on friday and and we don't cut a lot of weight here um, but he, he, he came in, I think he started Monday at 134 and he wants to get to 130. So four pounds in a week and he's got wrestling practice. And so uh, it's definitely doable. Um, and he still can eat and be healthy and, uh, he'll just, he just has to, uh, you know, eat good stuff and get his wrestling exercise in and it'll come off. So, um, I'm getting him to drink a ton of water. So with that, I've, um, kind of come alongside him and say, Hey, look, dude, if you can lose four pounds, I can lose five. Right. And so, um, that's kind of the goal and that's kind of the target. 
but in order to lose five, I can't lose five unless I get the daily tasks done uh, needed uh, to lose that day's weight. And so I'm not even looking at the five. I'm just looking at every day as it comes. And so um, I am moving forward. So another day in the books and uh, a busy day, busy day. Um, but I woke up this morning, I engaged my tactical strategy, and I didn't really talk about that much, um, again, because I wasn't prepared, I don't have my book in front of me, but I wanted to say how much better today went with that tactical deployment of what my day needed to consist of in order to be, um, you know, tactically sound in a viable plan, and, and that's definitely that um, morning quiet time, morning meditation, prayer, and just time for me to focus about the day, get right with Christ and, um, get centered and focused. And that was huge today. I had a great workout. Um, it was leg day, so that hurts always. Um, but I was a lot a lot more able to just, I was a lot, I don't know if that's grammatically correct. I was a lot more alert and I was agreeing today for sure. And uh, so it was a good day. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to yawn my last yawn and uh, for the night and I'm going to, I'm going to take my body's clues and I'm going to go to bed. So um, it's been a pleasure. I can't wait till tomorrow to check in again for another win. And uh, thank you all for um, taking this ride with me, for joining me as, uh, you know, we get to carve out what, uh, what life looks like on the other side of this addiction. So that's the journey. That's the path. Um, but the only thing we focus on is today and the next step. I am J. Mike, and I will um, talk to you tomorrow. I'm out.